she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Lisa Rants Podcast. I have my favorite guest back, Nigel Marcellus. What's happening? <laughs> Thanks for coming back. I mean, I feel like our last podcast was so much fun, so I had to have you back on again. And we're going to talk about situationships. Yep, I know those two too well. Oh my god. I feel like this is literally an epidemic. Like, I feel like everyone I know, even myself, has either been in one, is currently in one. Like, what is the deal with situationships? How would you define it? Or do we have a definition? We have a definition. Um, a situationship is an entertaining but complicated in-between phase of being more than friends with benefits, but also an arrangement that deems you to be less than official relationship partners without a label. Mm. So it's where two people haven't committed to being anything official for specific reasons. And these people are usually confused on what they really have with each other. So they just go with the flow until someone drowns. <laughs> Triggered! <laughs> <laughs> triggering oh my god like this is crazy what okay i can't i'm just like so situationships are just crazy like i have obviously been in one i feel like everyone's been in one at this point and for me i just feel like it's basically when you're doing everything that you know it takes to be in a relationship you're basically together you're always talking like the talking stage just goes on for months and months but there's no title yeah. Like, what is up with it's, that? It's straight confusion. It's straight confusion. You don't know what's going on. The other person doesn't know what's going on. But you just, like the definition said, you're both going with the flow. <laughs> and you, you're developing these real feelings for somebody. But you're not doing anything with these feelings. It's situation. And it's just hard because I feel like, especially our generation, everyone is so hard. You know, like, no one wants to commit. No one wants a real relationship. Is it because we're scared? Like, what is the deal? I think we're I think we're scared of commitment, to be honest with you. A lot of people were scared of not being selfish. Because when mm. you're in a relationship, you can't be selfish. You have to be selfless. You have to think about somebody else. You have to work towards a goal. You have to work towards something with somebody yeah, else. And a lot of times Yeah, you're building. And that brings out your good, but it also brings out your weakness, your insecurities. And everything like that. And I think a lot of people are scared to really build with just one person. Because it takes a lot of work. If there's one thing the listeners should know about Nigel Marcellus. It's that I'm 23 and I have never been in a relationship. However, I have most definitely had majority situationships in my life. (laughs) And you know what? I'm at a point where it's like my friends are starting to call me the king of situationships. (laughs) <laughs> because there's always something. There's always something that's up. And it's... it's it just holds you back? Yeah, it holds... getting it, into a real relationship? It holds me back from being great. Because there's always <laughs> some type of confusion. There's always those feelings, but not an understanding of what this is. But we're just really seeing what's up. But we're catching feelings, and we're getting mad and upset. And there's... Yo, there's always something. Like, literally, any situation i ever been with with a girl where we got even close to thinking about relationship something happened things got confusing things yep. got just tricky and like whoa what in the world is going on with us 
So yeah. This is so relatable. I can't. Yeah. So as far as situationships goes, I have a great, great track record. Track record. <laughs> if you look on my resume, I try to I try to hide it and delete it. But yeah, my resume definitely got situationships all up on it. Yeah. It's just like sometimes, and like I don't know. There's some people who seem to be. Like, they're so easily, they just hop into relationships all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have to deal with this stuff. Like, is it our problem? Is it is it our fault? Like, what are we doing? Because same thing with me. It's like, any guy I try to talk to or date, it, like, you know, just maybe doesn't last long or just just something happens, the communication, it just gets messed up and I'm just in a situationship. I'm waiting for a title that yeah. I don't get. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is, yo, it's, there's so many levels to it. I'm, like, really looking forward to, like, debunking it and really hitting it hard. I know. We gotta we gotta chop this up and really get to the bottom of situationships. Okay, so how do people get into situationships? I think the first aspect is definitely where you are in life. Yeah, most definitely. I think it comes down to like your mentality and like your mindset of exactly where you are, like you were saying, like mm-hmm. are you at a place of your life where you're ready to pursue a relationship. Yeah, or are you just trying to have fun? Or are you just trying to have fun? Or yeah. are you just focused on your career and your aspirations? Or are you just trying to get to know somebody or make friends? Like, where are you in your life? I think exactly. that's a big place that you got to, like, really figure out. Because that leads into, like, a lot of the problems that comes with situationships. But most most often it's just, like, knowing where you are in life, but actually mm-hmm. communicating that to the other person. Yeah. And I think that's where it gets all discombobulated because it's like one person is like, oh, I'm ready to like get married. And the other person is like, nah, I'm just having fun with you. I really like your company, but it's just, it's just casual. And yeah. I think that's what no one ever knows. There's just no communication and no one ever knows what it is when they get into it. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things is a lot of times I see people ask, like, is it an excuse using I'm not ready for a relationship? Ooh. And I totally think it is. And honestly, I don't think it is an excuse. Okay. But there, there is times, though, where I do feel like it is an excuse. And that's when, kind of back to what your point, where you're saying, like, you got to communicate where you are mentally. Yeah. But at the same time, before you even communicate that, you have to accept where you are mentally. And I think a lot of people Definitely. don't accept that. Yeah. So if it's, if you're saying, yo, I'm they only They might think they're ready for a relationship, but they're not. Yeah. So if you're saying, like... You know, I don't want a relationship. I'm focusing on my career. Cool. Yeah. But do you accept that? And if you accept that, are you only focused on that? Or are you letting the door open a little, a small crack for somebody to come in? Yeah. And I think that's where the problem lies. Yeah. I think people, you know, they know where they're at in life, but then they still kind of like... It's basically like you're playing with someone's emotions. It's just like, you know that you're not trying to be in a relationship, but you, you kind of want your cake and you eat it too. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. It's like, they want the benefits of being in a relationship. They want someone there for them, but they don't want to, you know, actually commit to it. Exactly. And where it becomes an excuse is like, when things start to get real. Yep. That's when you're that's... so quick to pull back and be like, you know what? I wasn't ready. I'm not ready for it. And oh I told you at first that I wasn't ready. So then you're exactly essentially throwing the guilt, throwing the shame on the other person when at the end of the day, you were the problem. Oh my God. I'm so glad you're saying this because I've been hit with that so many times. Like when things get real, it's like, oh, I'm not ready anymore. Oh, I can't. Um, it's like 
so why didn't you, you know, why were you trying to build with me? Why are we, why are we like forming a relationship Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you're not ready? I don't understand that, you know, being scared last minute or just not being ready. It it just, like I said, it just seems like an excuse. When do you think it's not an excuse? I think it's not an excuse when you're holding true to your word, but the other person is pushing it on you Mm. in a sense. Okay. Because there's times where somebody will blatantly tell you, like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I'm not ready for this. I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm still trying to figure like right that out. right off the bat. Right off the bat. They'll okay. tell you that. Or even, like, once things start to build and they start recognizing, like, okay, whoa, I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. And they tell you that. Even though there's still some feelings that have been created, I think as the other person, if somebody says that, that's your time to fall back. And you have to take them for their word. Mm-hmm. And be like, you know what? You're not ready. Cool. But a lot of times, and I, I do this a lot, so I can't even put the blame on anybody else. It's like, okay, you're not ready, but I have these feelings for you, and I'm not ready to fall back. So I'm going to continue. Even though you told me you wasn't ready, I'm going <laughs> to continue to pursue you. I'm going to continue to text you. I'm going to yeah, continue to talk to you. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of girls do. I think that girls think, oh, I can change his mind, or yeah. like, he just needs time. And then next thing you know, it's been months, and you know he's still not ready. He told you exactly what he meant. And we just didn't believe it. So that is our fault, definitely. And I know, I mean, it's not just specific to women because guys do it too, where it's almost like, you know what? She says she's not ready. Cool. You know what? She's such a cool person. She's different. That's what ends up happening. We always see the differences in people. Yeah. Oh, they're different. You know what? I like the vibe. I like the energy that we're getting. You know, Mm -hmm. nobody ever gave me this. So you know what? I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait for this person. But it's not like... I'm yeah, going to wait and not mad. talk to you. Yeah, you can't be mad when someone is telling you exactly what they want, exactly what it is, and then if, if you don't accept it, you can't be mad at you them. You can't be mad at them, but yeah. at the same time, you can't you can't continue to pursue them if they put that up there. And you can't be mad if by the time they're finally ready, it's somebody else too. And that's what a lot of times happens. It's like, Ooh. what's good? Oh, so I'm not good enough? No, that's not the case. It's just during that time. But that's how it feels because if you're with me and then you're not ready, but then you hop into another relationship like after me or, you know, maybe not, maybe not much time has passed. It just looks like, okay, you just didn't want to be with me. Yeah. Let me be very clear with this point. That is true (laughs) because that is ego. That's what ego, your ego is telling you. I'm not good enough. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, so you just didn't want to be with me. A lot of times, that's not even the case. A lot of times, the truth is that, I, I'll put it this way, at five minutes from right now, this moment that we're recording, we are different people than who we were five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So people are always growing. People are always learning more things about them. So a month from now, just because somebody doesn't like you or didn't want to pursue that route with you, isn't fully a reflection of you. That could just be them at a different place. But we're so egotistical yeah, that once we see somebody or somebody else, we're like, you know what? It's you. Oh, what? I wasn't enough. I'm not good enough. Who is this? Who is that? Blah, blah, blah. But that's like one of the biggest problems with it. It's like you got to take people for where they are. And a lot of times we lose sight because we're seeing the potential. Like, oh, you potentially can be this. You could potentially can be that. Or we could potentially be this. But I want to touch it. up on the point about potential because mm-hmm. that's a major thing in relationships. I feel like people fall in love with potential. Yeah. Like you just 
you see a guy and you're like, I know what he could be. I know that I he could be the guy who's going to commit to me. I know he could be good to me. I know we could be a good match. I know we could be in a relationship. And you have to really block that out and see someone for who they are and what they're telling you right now. Yeah. And I think that's a major part of being in a situationship is just like fall in love with the potential of what you and another person could have mm-hmm. instead of seeing what it really is right now. If that person isn't giving you what you want, if that person isn't really, you know, giving as much effort as you are, I think it's important to really notice that. Yeah, you have to because if you get so lost in potential, that means you're just looking too much into the future. Mm. And that's the problem. That's I could see triggering. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like that's where I went wrong in a lot of cases yep. because I was look so caught up in the future, who we could be, what we can do if we're together. That type of potential that like right in front of me that was not the reality. And Ooh, yep. because it wasn't a reality, I was chasing this image that wasn't even real. Mm-hmm. It was just an idea. But because I was chasing it so hard, I developed these real feelings for this person. Exactly. And, and you think that it's going to lead into something. Yeah. But then you're just stuck in a situation. Because ultimately, they might not feel the same way. Exactly. Or even if they do feel the same way, it's not at the same level. So, yeah, situationships are real. Yeah. And that's... I was telling you earlier, like, there's, some, there's something I wanted to tweet. There needs to be a word for a breakup with someone that you're not actually with. Because I know that even me and... Some of my girlfriends have been through like these situation, situationship breakups, and we're literally heartbroken by it. And it it sounds dumb to be like, "Oh, I'm heartbroken over a guy that I was never actually with," Mm -hmm. but it's a real thing. Like situationships suck when real feelings get involved, and you think it's something that the other person doesn't think it is. Oh, most definitely. And I mean, like, I feel like I'm fresh off of it, like healing, or I'm still healing to this day. But it's like when you have feelings for somebody, especially if it's real feelings. Mm-hmm. You you invested yeah. a lot of yourself into this person. Definitely. And when things don't go right, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you, that's real hurt. That's <laughs> real pain. It's real. And it's a real thing. So it's like, I always laugh with people like, how are you hurt? Why do you feel so bad? Because yeah. you guys weren't even together. Exactly. That's not even your and boyfriend. It's like, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, hold up. Let me check you because you don't know what we talked about behind closed doors. You don't know, like, the relationship, the stuff that we built together or how we grew together. Yeah. But you're just seeing the outside looking in. So it's like, I can't expect you to understand, but, like, yo, check yourself because it's like, yo, I felt, I had real feelings mm-hmm. for this person. Yeah, exactly. Just because there wasn't a title there, there was still a bond. And still a bond that's now broken. And yeah. it hurts just the same. Yeah, very much so. And another point I have to talk about is the aspect of selling the dream. I remember I was, you know, sort of dating someone and I got really mad when I was hit with the I'm not ready for a relationship. Because I felt like I was sold the dream. You know, he was telling me everything I wanted to hear. Like, oh, I really see myself with you. Lisa, you're such a great girl. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I was sold the dream of like, okay, this is going to happen. We're going to be together. And I completely was just in my own head thinking that everything was going straight. Like, we're going to be in a relationship soon. I'm going to get that title. And when it completely didn't happen, I was so mad about it because I just felt like so played. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think it's like selling the dream just it really makes situationships, you know, happen at a more rapid rate because it's like one person, even though they know they're not ready for a relationship, they know that they don't really see themselves with you. Mm -hmm. If you're just trying to, like, manipulate someone and tell them all the stuff they want to hear, like, that's not cool. And, like, leading them on, I just think it's not fair because real feelings, like we said, get involved all the time. Yeah. Let me ask you, have 
Do you feel like you've ever sold a dream to somebody? No, I've absolutely never sold a dream to anybody. How come? Because <laughs> I feel like I'm always the one who's, like, really invested or committed. Like, I don't talk to someone that I know I don't want to be with. Like, I don't know. I don't. I personally don't think I sold sell the dream to anyone. Okay. Let me ask you this. <laughs> Did you sell the dream to yourself? Ooh. Boom. Okay. Yes. Definitely. Okay, I'll put it this way. <laughs> let's let's treat this like a gift exchange, right? So, Ugh. within a relationship with two people, one person sells a dream, which means you have to buy it. Or you have to get that dream that they sold you. At mm-hmm. the same time, you're creating a dream with that or within yourself for this person. But because they didn't... You thought you handed it off to them and they got it. But instead, you was holding on to this. And in your mind... While you're holding on to the dream that you hope to sell them, in your mind, you can't help but think like, oh, man, once they get this dream, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. But you're still holding on to the dream. Why is that my fault? They told me that. It's a a process. It's a two-way process. So it's like, yes, this person. And I'm not saying it's all on your fault. It's all on their (laughs) fault. What I'm saying is there's two, there's levels to it where it's one person sold you the dream and you took it real quick because you invested and you were so happy. Yeah. But at the same time, while you took their dream and you're listening to it, mm-hmm. you also created a dream for yourself in that person yeah. where, where you was trying to hand it off to them and they didn't take it, but you didn't recognize that they take it because you're so busy looking at the present that ah, you could give them. Yeah. So it's like selling yeah. a dream is a huge thing, but I think it's very important to note that there's, we always see it as one person. Like, yeah, we got that dream from them. Mm-hmm. But you also played a huge part in it because not only did you buy their dream, you created a dream for yourself yeah. that they never got, but you held on to. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see that. I mean, I just think that... I mean, I guess that's true because I guess I wasn't really clear. I was just like, accepting what he was saying mm-hmm. and not really seeing, you know, that he wasn't really either taking action or kind of like taking it as seriously maybe as I was. Yeah. So I do see it in that way, but I definitely think, you know, if you're going to say that all that stuff to someone, you know, and then when it comes down to it, like we said earlier, when it really gets serious, Mm -hmm. how are you going to hit me with the, I'm not ready? Yeah. No, that's real. Because I mean, like I bring that point up and I say, like, I've never done it because I've done it too. And I've had my fair share, as y'all know, (laughs) king of situationships. But one of the things that's very important to know is like, what I realized, especially, especially in these last couple situations, words are so powerful, Definitely. but not everybody understands how powerful their words are. Yeah. So a simple text message, a simple comment, a simple whatever, it might mean absolutely nothing to you. It might be just something normal, mm-hmm. but to another person, that's a whole nother level. It's so much deeper than you think. Definitely. Simple as like... When you're talking to somebody, and I know this is an extreme, and I don't mean it to be extreme, but, like, somebody says, you're ugly. Mm-hmm. Depending on who tells you that, if my best friend was like, nah, you're ugly, I'm going to be like, yeah, bro, I'm hit. I'm sorry. You're mm-hmm. right. But if it's somebody I'm looking up to, somebody <laughs> I like, big. somebody who I care, hey, that's real, because we always be calling each other ugly. Ugly gang, we out here. But Shut if it's somebody who, like, you really want essentially that validation, that acceptance from, mm-hmm. and they say you're ugly, that's that's oh, a hurt. It's that like- hurts. A wound. So now yeah. imagine like you're, because I'm one of those people, I'm like you, I'm very, I invest in people. I don't yeah. even like jumping into situations with people unless I know like exactly. there's a potential this can get real. Exactly. But when I invest in people, 
and I'm using all these words, and I'm saying, like, yo, I like you, or, yo, I really do want to get to know you, I'm interested, or usually I start, and I'm learning not to, I shouldn't, fellas, don't start with this, but, like, <laughs> I'll tell a girl, like, yo, I really want to get to know you, in mm-hmm. hopes that she understands, that's me saying, like, yo, I am very much interested in you, like, mm-hmm. I just want to get to know you. The same girl who I send that to, she could be getting that from a hundred different dudes, in her past, she probably got that, and she was somebody hurt her for that. Or yeah. like, I sent it to it, and she doesn't understand the meaning of what how I'm using it through text message when I say, it. and that's where a huge disconnect comes from. Ooh, and I that's a, actually a really good point because you know the guy I was talking about before. I think with that, do you think that it's always a malicious thing? Like, do you think people are selling the dream, but they maybe they just they actually are trying to manipulate you or do you think that sometimes they don't know they're selling you the dream? Because I feel like, you know, the uh, explanation that I got was basically like, you know, I thought I was ready. I thought that I, you know, really saw myself with you, Mm -hmm. but now things have changed. Like, so is it an excuse or is it more of like, I don't know. It's, that's a good question. Do you think your mind can change? As somebody who definitely has sold a dream before, and somebody even told me, I have friends like Najee, you absolutely got to chill out with the words you use. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always malicious. Sure, there's times when guys do it, and they may, they're actually really trying to play you. They only want one thing. Exactly. But let's erase all those guys and just focus on like other guys who use it. I'm not going to say it's malicious, because there's times when, like, like I said, really somebody comes in your life yeah. and they really change you. And it's like, wow, you're really different. Mm-hmm. And you sit, you close that wall for a second. You say, you know what? I'm going to open up to you. I really want to build with you. I want to see what's up with it. And then things do get real. And then you're kind of in too deep. And it's like, I wasn't ready and I'm sorry. I don't think it's, it, I don't yeah. think it's an excuse, but I do think that in that, situation that person is wrong because you exactly you did give them that hope yeah you did give them that hope and you just didn't. me getting the validation i needed yeah in that situation but yeah there's a lot of different situations there's so many situations so i don't think it's always malicious and i think sometimes ignorance is bliss like you really don't know yeah because there's times where like you're getting to know somebody you're building with somebody and you feel like you're taking it slow and you feel like they understand that, but the what what you're saying, how you're saying it, mm-hmm. kicking it with them, what you're doing, they interpret that as like, wow, this is like really getting quick. This is moving. I love it. Oh man, this is great. Me, <laughs> so like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, and then once exactly. that person's fully like, you know what? I feel like they built me up to a point where I can just be open and I can say it, and we're we reach that vulnerable level with mm-hmm. each other, and it's like, I'm ready to take this to the next level. Exactly. The person who felt like they were taking it slow. They still feel like it's taking it slow. So when you hit them with that, it's almost like it scares oh. you. It's like, oh, my oh. gosh. Because it's like, yo. Ladies, listen was, to this. Yeah. Listen to this, ladies, because I feel like this is what happens all the time. Um, that happens so much. We finally hit them with, like, the what are we conversation. And it's like, whoa, whoa. It's like they yeah. get so scared. It's like, what? You know, I thought we were on the same page, and you're not on the same page at all. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of interesting where it's like you feel like we're vulnerable i you hear secrets about them that they don't tell people or they'll come to you about real life things that hit you Mm -hmm. and then when i hit you with it back it's like 
oh man, I wasn't ready. And it's true because it's at that moment they wasn't ready. They wasn't expecting that. Or maybe they were. And in the future they were working towards getting there. But at that moment it's like, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Mr. Krabs emoji when he's like, <laughs> like that's a, yeah, you just shook. So it's like, there's so many different levels to it. And I just know like from my own personal like situations with situationships, a lot of times, especially like this most recent time, yeah. it was just like, yo, the timing was off. Yeah. And it was like, you know, when she was ready, I wasn't ready. When I was finally ready, she was, she put that wall up because it's like, I don't want to get hurt, so I'm going to fall back. I know. But at the same breath, she still want to be my friend. She still wanted to kick it with me. So she's like, oh, yeah. I want to be a friend, but she didn't have... She valued me so much that she didn't want to tell me, like, yo, I don't like you the same way that you like me because she didn't want to hurt me. Yeah. So, like, as I was confused and she was giving me signs, I was ignoring the signs. I was like, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. Like, sure, because what's one thing that they always say? You always hear people say, if you like somebody, if you want somebody, you're going to fight for them. You're going to fight for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm over here trying to fight for somebody who doesn't feel the same way. And there's that disconnect, bam, situation shit. Exactly. And, and that's same what with me. Happens. I'm always like pushing. I'm like, okay, we got to get to this. Like, I'm, I'm building something on by myself. Yeah. Like the other person isn't trying to build what I'm trying to build. And yeah, that's, it, it's really hard because there is such a disconnect. And I don't know what you think, but basically I feel like our generation in general, um, you know, we are so scared of commitment. We are so scared of getting hurt. And that's why you see so many situationships now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I don't know like what that is, or maybe it's just, I don't know what it's about, but I feel like more than ever, you know, when our parents got together, it was more of just like a, all right, the guy asks you out, you're, you're in it. And like, it's just, it's more, it was more serious back then, but yeah. now we're so scared of that. Maybe because we saw how, you know, some of our parents and, Marriages around us didn't end up Which is going huge. as well. That's a huge point to it. Yeah. That's one major thing. It's like looking at our parents or looking at the people who were supposed to have these strong relationships. Mm-hmm. And then it makes us a little more hesitant. But then in addition to it, it's like we live in like a microwave generation where Ooh. if things don't happen quick, then it's not real. Or we don't want it. Or... Um, it doesn't feel real. Mm-hmm. But I would say, like, in my opinion, the biggest thing about it is just that people who are millennials, people who are in our in their 20s, yeah. it's like we have this need for perfection. We want things to be perfect. We want it to run how it yeah. has to run perfectly, 100%, no problem, no mm-hmm. issue. And the problem is, like, when you're in relationships... It's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be perfect. Exactly. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. Re- mm-hmm. Relationships are not perfect. It's you're yeah, gonna have we're, moments. We're so we're that generation who's like, oh, I gotta cut him off, gonna cut her yeah, off. Yeah, because it's not perfect. Exactly. But it's like I don't want to deal with this. It's too hard. Real is vulnerability. It's mistakes. It's failures. It's having moments where you're gonna have conflict with the person you like. It's having moments where it's like, you don't like me. Okay, I don't like you. Oh, what? Huh? That's weird. Like, yeah. I feel like we're we so quick to put labels on everything because we want to make sure things are perfect. And when they're exactly. not perfect, then we feel like, oh, man, we failed. We messed up. I'm not doing yeah. this again. And most importantly, when you think you found the perfect person, you try to rush into it. And, and rush you're, into you're pushing it. that person. Please be with me. Please be with me. And it's like, no, yeah, things take time. Things take time. You got to learn. And, like, one thing that I wish 
I took into a lot of these situationships is just like the understanding to just communicate a lot better, one. And two, to just know like if those relationships were for real, 100% real, like the feelings I meant, if those feelings were absolutely real, then I shouldn't have saw the these situationships as a yes or no. Yeah. Black or white situation where it's like, you know what? Because we didn't work out, because of the confusion, we'll never work out. Because a lot of times, if things are really real, 100% real. Exactly. Yo, the circle of life. Things have a weird way of coming back at you. So it's like... But do you... For, for me, I feel like the best relationships, people, both people are on the same page and it just happens so naturally and it's so easy. So that's why sometimes I'm like... is. Does a situation ship mean that it's just not meant to be? I don't I don't think so. You don't but think I don't so? I don't have that mentality <laughs> where like I don't like looking at things like in a negative light because I feel like everything happens for a reason. So like even the situations that go terrible, you could gain something from it and yeah, it happens no, and it sets you up. Yeah, it's but definitely in not that, negative. But it's just kind of like if two people aren't on the same page, does that just mean that they're not supposed to be together? Or will they ever be on the same page? I think they can be on the same page yeah. eventually. I think it, when everything... When both in the same place in life? Yeah. Or, or on the same page? You know, it's, it's funny. <laughs> relationships aren't simple. Yeah. You know, so I feel like people can... We could be on different pages, but on the same book. You know what I'm saying? We mm. could be That's on... Deep. Yeah, like... <laughs> A lot of times people don't understand. It's like, just because we're on the same page now doesn't mean we'll never be on the same page. And a lot of times, look at businesses. Look at people who work together. Look at teammates. Sometimes you're not on the same page with your teammate. And then, specifically basketball, right? A point guard, he's supposed to set up the rest of his players. So if he passes the ball and he's not on the same page as his teammate and the ball goes out of bounds and that's a turnover... Does that mean the whole team okay. goes wrong? I'm sorry, but this is like what? a good point. For all the sports you understand. But basically what I'm trying to say is like, just because things go wrong once or things go wrong doesn't mean that there's no right to it. So it's like, yeah, there's still a chance if it's real, if you want it to be a chance, if that person is willing to get to that point, then for yeah. sure. So definitely to wrap this topic up, I definitely think, you know, there's some pointers I guess we mm-hmm. can give to people just about how to, you know, avoid situationships and yeah. what we can all do to be better. And I definitely think the first thing is communication. You know, like we said before, just being clear about what page you're on when you get into, you know, a situation with someone. Basically, what your intentions are, what you're trying to do. And, you know, just be honest. You know what I mean? And, you know, try not to sell people the dream, but also, definitely. like you said, sell yourself a dream. Yeah, you have to, just to like reiterate what you're talking about communication kills assumption mm-hmm. and i think at you know you're in a situation when you're confused exactly and the minute you feel like you're confused i think that's a very important time for you to assess why you're confused and once you do that like you were saying you have to be honest with yourself first and foremost you got to understand yourself what do you want what are your intentions period period and then once you know your intentions that's when you got to communicate with that other person. So see where they're at. Be honest. Have that honest conversation. And then depending on their answer, it's either you have to be, you not even have to be, like you have to be willing to walk away 
or continue fighting and like exactly and just not falling in love with potential and yeah. taking what that person says and believing it don't make up your own story because i know that's what a lot of people do and you know that's the biggest factor of you know situationships is kind of making up in your own head what you think it is when exactly. the other person is on a completely different page exactly okay guys so i think that's it i mean we all just have to do better in situationships let's not get into them anymore let's have our generation really get together and just stop this madness be upfront be clear with what you want and you know just stop selling people the dream stop telling people you're not ready for a relationship after you're already in too deep and i think we can really solve this epidemic this problem so i just want to thank nigel so much again for being on my podcast all right thank you for having me and so you are no plug, do you the plug. Know. Follow, follow him everybody instagram twitter at nigel marcellus and i-g-e-l-m-a-r-c-e-l-l-u-s follow me you know i follow back <laughs> but most importantly yo be on the lookout i got a book coming out called growing pains i don't have a date yet but when i do i'll let y'all know and be on the lookout all right so everyone please follow him and thank you so so much for listening as usual new episodes every monday Love you guys so much. Bye.